Shall we pray? Father, we want to thank you and bless you. The entrance of your word brings light and illumination. This evening, come and minister to us your word, your power, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Have you got your Bibles and notebooks? We are going to learn some fantastic things from the word of the Lord. Amen. Somebody say fantastic things. We want to talk about how to overcome curses by inducing blessings. Amen? Tell somebody, induce the blessings. Yeah. It means that blessings don't come by accident. They come by indu induction, by inducing. Someone say induce. Yeah. And you induce it. That means that there is something you've got to do. I told you earlier on that this world that we live in is not just governed by hard work. It is governed by spiritual forces. And the two major spiritual forces that govern our world are the forces of curses and the forces of blessings. And when you avoid curse, you work in blessings. Amen? So the way to work in blessings is to avoid curse and to do what it takes to induce blessings. Hallelujah. When you induce the blessings, you work in blessings. And primarily, we get blessed by obedience to the word of God. The summary of how to work in blessings or curses is when you work in obedience to the word of God, you work in blessings. If you work in disobedience, you bump into curses. But may the Lord cause us to work in blessings. So in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2, which is our introductory scripture, the Bible says that if you shall diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God and to observe and to do his commandments, then the Lord your God will set you on high. May the Lord set you on high. He said the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations. So your ability to be set on high above your mates and above other people is a result of blessings. And he says that, and all these blessings for two shall come upon you and overtake you if you diligently hearken. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. Amen. Okay, so I'll be talking about many ways by which we can induce blessings. About 15 ways. I don't know whether I can talk about that all of that today, but uh, as many that I can do. Hallelujah. And so the first one is you induce blessings on your life by serving God. Someone say by serving God. Mm. In Exodus 23, 25, and 26. Mm. You know, there's a song which is it's a great thing to what? Serve the Lord. Is that not it? Uh-huh. And then walk in the light of God. So, okay, so you shall serve the Lord your God. I like in the New King James. You shall serve the Lord your God and he, sh he shall bless your bread and your water. Did you see that? As you serve the Lord your God, what will happen? He shall bless. So it's like commutativity in, in mathematics. You shall serve he shall bless. When I say you shall say, say he shall bless. You shall serve. He shall bless. 
So every form of service that you are engaged in in the house of God, you are making yourself a candidate for God's blessings. And the word blessing means empowered to prosper. And the word prosper means to have the help of God. It means that as you are serving God, you are putting yourself in line for the push of God. We call it salak, to receive a mighty push forward by God himself. Amen. And what you have to understand is that God is looking for someone to bless and not really someone to work. There's nothing you can do to add to God, to, to the height and the stature of God, nor to his work or his will. You came to meet him. So whatever God wants to do, he can do. If, if God wants to move a chair from one place to another, I mean, is he not the one who created the heavens and the earth? He caused the mountains to come, he did this, he did that. So if he wants something to be moved by himself, he can decide to do it. But he brings you into focus, he brings you into play, you come into the equation so that when you serve him, you will receive an opportunity to be blessed. The moment you have this understanding, then you, you will see that you, you are not too important. Amen? So your service, nobody should brag and say, how for me, I do this and this and that. No, God lets you do that so that you have an opportunity that your life will receive an upliftment. Your life will receive a promotion. So anything you are doing in the house of God, that's why, that's why uh, in, in, in the New Testament, it says that uh, you are an unprofitable one. Servant, we've done what we have to do. When a servant does anything, he doesn't have to, uh, salute me and greet me and all those things. You know, just that God has been gracious to you. So the truth is that anytime you are asked to serve the Lord, to do something in the house of God, you are actually being given an opportunity for your life to receive a promotion. Are there not many people who are looking for jobs, young people? They're looking for jobs. They finish university, some some first degree, some master's degree, and they are sitting at home. But when they are given the job, it is an opportunity for them to earn something. Amen. Okay. So, the first thing is that when you serve God, you induce. So, it means that if you want to be blessed, you've got to do something that will induce. Someone say induce. Yeah. If you do not serve God, you do not induce blessings. The second thing is that you induce the blessings of God on your life by accepting the call of God to be close to him. By accepting the call of God to be close to him. Tell somebody, accept the call of God to be close to him. Uh-huh. By accepting the call of God. Accepting the call of God to be close to him. The closer you are to somebody, the more you are available to his blessings. When you are close to somebody, what the person is becomes easily transferable to you or available to you. Is that right? Yeah. So it's important that you learn to be close to God. Psalm 65 verse 4. Psalm 65 verse 4. Psalm 65 verse 4. Second point is what? Accept the call of God to be close to him. Tell somebody, Charlie, learn to be close to God. Amen. Oh, you didn't say it with life. Say, Charlie, learn to be close to God. Say, for skin, push yourself on God. Listen, when there's an important person, 
Don't you push yourself on the person? Yeah. You see some people even name drop. Oh, Nana Kufa don't call me. Nana Kufa, this is this. Yeah, yeah. I had a test from Nana Kufa. I had this, I had that, I had that, yeah. If God is very important, then you must be close to him. I'm going to show you the scripture. Read it with me. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest. <laughs> and causes to approach thee that he may dwell in your, thy court. He we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Blessed is the man, man whom you choose. So the one God chooses is blessed. Listen, if you're a woman and you are chosen by somebody, it's a blessing. If you are chosen for a position, you are blessed. If you are chosen to do something, even by men, you are blessed. So Bible says, blessed is the man whom thou choosest. It means that if God ever chooses you to do something, it means that he has put you within the arena of blessings. Oh, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and cause to approach thee that he may dwell in thy courts. Hallelujah. So here we see that God is a God who blesses those whom he has chosen to serve him. If you serve him, you are chosen him. So to be called to work for God is a blessing. I've been called to work for God. It's a blessing. It's not a curse to be a pastor. It's a blessing. <laughs> it's not a curse to sing for God. It's not a curse to sweep the house of God. It's not a curse to clean the toilet in the house of God. It's not a curse to be a security person. It's not a curse to be chosen. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest. Amen? And God is going to choose you even through men. To ask that, may you do this. Maybe your pastor or your leader will ask you, may you do this and that and that. You see, there was a sister who, who had finished school, done her master's degree, and didn't have a job. And one night, I called her and I said, come and teach the foundational school. Initially, was, she was even a little reluctant, trying to debate with me. And I said, no, come and do it. I said, my word overrides you. You see? And as she came, she met somebody right in her group who asked her, what work are you doing? As you introduced her, I do not have a job. He said, bring your CV, and she got a job. Today, she's eating out of that. She's driving out of that. She's traveling the world out of that. Blessed is the man whom thou chooses. She was chosen, and she walked in blessing. May you walk in the blessings. I said, may you walk in the blessings. So, to be called to work for God, I say it's a blessing. You cannot improve God in any way. You cannot make God look good or bad. In fact, you and I, we are nothing. We actually need God. That's what we need God. God doesn't need us. There are many people who have lived and died and gone. If God really needed them, they would have been still alive. Yeah, many, many people. Or you don't know some people who have, who have died. And who were very important. If God really needed them, they were extremely important, they would have still been living. 
Are you getting me? So, the years God has given to us to serve him, let us know that we are blessed. And what he has called us to do, it means that we have been chosen to be walking in blessing. Tell your friend, I've, I've been chosen to walk in blessing. Blessed is the man whom God chooses. So when you are chosen by God, you are chosen to be blessed. Let me give you a scripture. Psalm 73, verse 27 and 28. Psalm 73, 27 and 28. Psalm 73, 27 and 28. Is that it? Yeah. Do it New King James or NIV. But if you can get a New American Standard Bible for me, I would appreciate it. New American Standard Bible. Eh? Let's read it together. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are faithful. Read it with me. Let's start. Let's start. That same. One, two. Those who are far from you will perish. Have you seen it? So if you are far from God, you will perish. That is why you have to organize your life around the things of God. Your decisions must be based on the things of God. Joseph, don't choose a wife who just looks nice and beautiful. Choose a wife who is God-fearing. Not because she can prepare nice Adam and go. It is good. It's very important. Because the bangu must be nice. But the person shouldn't be far from God. If you choose somebody who is far from God, your life will go away far from God. When God told the people of Israel, he said, do not go and marry women who are heathen and co. When Solomon went for the Egyptian women and the other kind of women, his heart was moved away from God. And the man who started with God later on ended up engrafting the gods of the other nations. And God was angry with him. And because of that, his son lost the throne. I hope you are getting me. So it's very important. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. Hey, Lord have mercy. Somebody shout mercy. 28. But as for me, watch it. David said, it was David who was speaking. David said, as for me, it is good to be near God. Tell somebody, it is good to be near God. That is why you have to pray every day. That is why you have to read the Bible every day. And that is why Paul said, do not neglect the assembly of yourselves as a manner of something. So it means that you've got to be in church all the time. Study, be in fellowship with the other believers. It is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. Tell somebody, it is good to be near God. Amen. The New American Standard Bible says, but as for me, the nearness of God is my good. The nearness of God is my good. That means that the more God is near to me, or the more I am near to God, is good. May you be near to God. 
I said, may you be near to God in the name of the Lord Jesus. The third way to induce a blessing, we are talking about how you can induce blessings. Because we said this world is governed by blessings. It's not governed by hard work. Because there are many people who work hard and they have nothing to show for it. I am not indicting the importance of hard work. I believe in it. But it is the blessing of the Lord which maketh rich. So the third one is following the voice of God. Tell somebody to follow the voice of God. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 and 2. Then write Proverbs chapter 8 verse 34. And then write Psalm 2 verse 12. Have you written all of them? Deuteronomy 28 1 and 2. Proverbs 8 34. Psalm 2 verse 12. And then write Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 7. And then let us work the word. <laughs> and then write Second Peter 1 17. I'm trying to give you all the points under that, all the scriptures under that point. Okay, so let's start. Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2. Let's read together. And it shall come to pass if you diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you on high. If you observe if you do what? Diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Diligently. That means that hard work is there. Diligence in obeying. Which means that you must be able to even hear the voice to obey. So you have to develop one of the greatest skills you need in your Christian life is your ability to hear the voice of God. How can you relate well with somebody if you cannot hear his voice? And if you cannot understand him. Are you getting me? Yeah. If you, cannot, if you cannot understand somebody, then it means that you cannot communicate. So it is very important to be able to hear the voice of God and to be able to understand what he's saying. Then you can obey. Most people do not obey because, number one, they do not hear and they do not even understand. But may you hear and understand. So, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to observe carefully all his commands, you must observe carefully what? All his commands, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you on high. May God set you on high. Amen. Then he continues to say, verse number two, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. So you see, obedience to the voice of God will bring you blessings. Obedience to God's voice, tithe. Obedience to God's voice, serve him in his house. Obedience to God's voice, forgive. Obedience to God's voice. You know, if you don't forgive, you may not even go to hell. Oh, sorry, heaven. You go to hell straight. Yeah. Are you getting me? Obedience to God's voice. Be kind to the poor and uh, the underprivileged. There are many scriptures. We're going to be going through that. Amen. Amen. So, oh, obedience to the voice of God is important. Tell somebody, obedience to the voice of God is important. Amen. Wow, what a blessing. So, when you obey God's voice, you'll be higher than any colleague anywhere. Amen? He will lift you up. May the Lord lift you up. Look at 
Proverbs chapter 8, verse 34. Blessed is the man that hears me. Blessed is the man that hears me. The blessed who is a man who listens to me, watching daily at my gate. So the one who listens to God is blessed. That is why I told you that read the Bible. So every day I shall read the Bible itself. It is bringing blessings to you. Oh, so Sunday, what are you doing? He said, I am collecting blessings. The reading of the, that's why Sunday I made you to read the Bible. The reading of the scripture alone is bringing you blessings. Watching daily at thy gate, waiting at the post of my doors. Now look at another scripture. Psalm 2 verse 12. Psalm 2 verse number 12. It says, blessed are they that put their trust in him. Hey, Psalm 2 verse 12. Kiss the son, lest he be angry. Now he's talking about worship. And you perish in your way. Let's look at part B. Blessed are those who put their trust in him, God. So the moment you have your confidence in God, you are blessed. Tap somebody and say, have your confidence in God. That is why Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 7, which is a scripture everybody must know. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean out on your own understanding. If you trust in the Lord, watch it. If you trust in the Lord with all your heart, it means that there's no space in your heart to trust anything else. Lean out on your own understanding. It means there's a tendency that you can do your own mathematics. But in all your ways, verse 6. Verse 6. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In your business ways, in your financial ways, in your relationship ways, in your marital ways, what? in your traveling ways. In all your ways, acknowledge him. It means that the fact that there's an opportunity to go to London doesn't mean that go and buy a ticket and go to London. Hello? No, you, go, you can go and suffer there. You have to inquire of the Lord. Bible says, and David inquired of the Lord. Should I go? So every step that you are taking, that's why it's important to spend time with God and say, Lord, order my steps. Order my steps. It's not every job we enter into. Amen. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall what? When you acknowledge him, he shall direct your path. But if you do not acknowledge him, you will direct your own path. But may, you, may the Lord direct your path. Can I have an amen? amen? Glory to God. I said glory to God. The Bible says in 2 Peter 1.17 For he receives from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well placed. When Jesus, when this is referring to Jesus, when Jesus received the excellent voice, he received from God, the Father, honor and glory. He said, for he received from God, the Father, honor and glory. When such a voice came to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So the moment that that voice came, this is my excellent, this is my beloved son, that time, Jesus had actually even not done anything. But his heart was after the, 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 the heart of God. And because of that, he says that he received from, from God the Father 
honor and glory. It means that the voice of God in your life will bring to you honor and glory. May you walk in honor and glory. You didn't hear me I said, walk in honor and glory. Those people who are at the parliament, we call them what? Honorables. Even the assemblymen, we call them honorable. I went somewhere, the person said, I am honorable something, something. Hey, and the way he emphasized the honorable, it was an assemblyman. When he introduced him, he said, well, can, can you mention your name? He said, I am honorable. And I am honorable, honorable. Someone say honorable. Uh-huh. So, when you receive the voice of God, you become a honorable. May you be honored. Uh, not honored, honored. And receive glory. Can I have an amen? Is somebody being helped here? Number four. You also induce and produce a blessing on your life by making great sacrifices for the Lord. By making great sacrifices for the Lord. Genesis 22 verse number 16 to 18. Genesis 22, 16 to 18. And then write Revelation 5, 12. Two scriptures that I'm giving you on that point. Hallelujah. Revelation 22, 16 to 18. By making great sacrifices. So when you make sacrifices, you, you, it causes you. Can you give me some shoes? Let's read it. Now this was Abraham after he, he had sacrificed Isaac. God said, by myself I buy swan. Say the Lord. Someone say, by myself. God didn't find anybody else to swear by, but he said, by myself have I sworn. Because you have done this thing. Someone say, you have done this thing. Because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. What is that this thing? 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 Because you have done this thing. What is this thing? The sacrifice. You see, when you, he, he, he tied Isaac and put him there and took the knife, it means that from his heart he had already done it. That's what the Bible says, that when you look at the woman lustfully, you have already slept with the person. So, doing the wrong act, is, you know, sinning is not just even the, the doing of the act, but the conception of the thing in your heart. Are you getting me? Yeah. The conception, as you have conceived, because the Bible says that when sin has been conceived, it brings forth death. And here he says that, by myself and by sworn, said the Lord, because you have done this thing by sacrificing your son Isaac and have not withheld your only son. You didn't withhold your only son. Because, they, I mean, it's amazing. The guy grew old, 100 years before he received the child of promise. So under normal circumstances, you say that the voice is heard was not the voice of God. But remember that the voice of God will bring you glory and honor. And it will bring you blessing. And then he decided. But you see, he understood the fact that as he was coming to this earth, he came with nothing. The truth is that whatever we have on earth, it is God who gave us. And so if God asks us for something, it means that uh, David said, of thy own have we given you. First Chronicles chapter 29. Of thy own have we what? Given you. That means that whatever we have, our monies, our dollars, whatever, 
we got it from you of your own. Why I was as a mama and a mess woman, bro. What you gave to me, I have brought some to you. You know, sometimes you see some kids and then you give them something. After you give them chocolate, he said, Give me some. You get a whole bar. He said, Break a little for me. He said, mm. Mm, I won't give you. And that is what we, that's what we do to God. After God has given us everything, he said, bring your tithe. Mm? Bring your offering. Mm? Bring money for building. Mm? And God said, hey, you bring. Mm? So, okay, next time me too. When you, mm? you look at my face, I say, mm? by myself, by son. Because you have done this sin, and I know with all your son, your only son, look at it. Blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply. This is the blessing of multiplication. Receive the blessing of multiplication. You didn't hear me. I said blessing of multiplication. So that you do not have just one thing. You, if you have just one belt, may you get the blessing of multiplication. May you get a number of belts. In fact, let me just give one. When you are buying some, don't buy only one. Buy an extra. So that if that one doesn't work, you have an extra one. How about one day you are wearing your belt and the thing that you are going somewhere, tap, belt, is torn. So what do you do? You go beltless. So you must have an extra. Amen? If you are going for a service or a program, do not iron one dress. How about if the last minute something, no, something pours on it. Then it means that it's going to delay your going. So always have at least two, three things. If plan A doesn't work, plan B will be there. If plan B something happens, plan C will there be. Does it help? Yeah. Don't have only one thing. In blessing, I'll bless you. Multiply it, I'll multiply you. Your descendants shall be as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. And what God told him is happening. Nobody is able to overcome the Jewish people. Hallelujah. So, God notices your sacrifices. Write it. God notices your sacrifices. There's no kind of, and what you have to know is that we read that you shall serve the Lord and you shall bless your bread and water. Is that not it? In Exodus 23, 25, 26. There is no service of God that does not require sacrifice. Every service requires sacrifice. Write it. Every service of God requires sacrifice. So if you want to serve God, you've got to make sacrifices. It's going to cost you something. Sometimes you are tired. Sometimes you are weak. Sometimes your last money. Oh, I attended a conference and there was a man who came from uh, the regions uh, to somewhere in, within the city and he had to get, come into the meeting. He didn't have a, His last money he had on him was just five CDs that he used in taking uh, Trotsky bus to the place. But after the meeting, somehow God opened the door and somebody wired 4,000 mobile money unto him. But he didn't say amen. amen. Yeah. When, when you hear something, go say amen to connect to it. 
May your, may your mobile money account receive money. Amen. Yeah. May people remember you. Somebody, be, you are, somebody has, you, you has been forgotten about you or you are forgotten about. May the person call you and say that I have shipped a nice car. And that I have made money available for declaring. Including money for fuel for your next six months. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May somebody build a house and give you the house keys. May somebody buy a house at Trasaco and say that, get the, the car keys. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. It is possible. It is possible. I know somebody, when he's going to marry, somebody brought him key. So what is it? It's a key for his car. Then another person brought him key. What is that? Four bedroom house. He said, what is it? Do I stay in one month, two months, three years? He said, it's your blessing. Oh, you miss a place to receive, I receive. Hey. You see, you, you are overwhelmed by the gift of four, four, four bedroom house. Yeah, for your wedding. May you receive it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. When you make sacrifices, God will bless you. So anybody who says, I'm serving God, be ready to make sacrifices. It's going to cost you something. David said, I will not give to the Lord that which costs me nothing. When the plague was coming to the threshing floor of Arauna, and he was asked to go and then make, you know, make sacrifice, and, 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 and somebody was willing and ready to give him the, 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 the land for free and animal, he said, no, no, I will not do that. I will pay for it. I will pay for it. For God to know that I really mean what I'm doing. And he paid the price for it. But when you pay the price for it, you'll be honored. Look at Revelation 5.12. Revelation 5.12. Notice what the scripture was saying about Jesus Christ, the Lamb. Remember that Jesus was declared worthy to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, and glory. Why? Because he sacrificed himself. He says, saying, let's read it together. Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the lamb who was slain, who was what? Slain. The word slain means what? Sacrifice. Worthy is the lamb who was what? Sacrifice to receive power. So it means that after Jesus was sacrificed, he received what? Power. Receive what? Do? Riches. Receive wisdom. Receive strength. Receive honor. Receive glory. And receive blessing. Seven blessings there. I counted it. Number one, power. Receive power. Amen. Two, receive riches. Amen. Three, receive wisdom. Amen. Four, receive strength. Amen. Five, receive honor. Amen. Six, receive glory. Amen. Seven, receive blessings. Amen. 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 And we are in the seventh man. May you get a seven four blessings. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I see it happening to you live. Amen. As I see it happening to you live. Amen. amen. Some of you don't know how to say amen. I'll teach you the importance of saying amen. amen. I'm telling you, it works. Listen, when you go to the fetish and they are pouring a libation, don't you hear the thing they say? Who has heard them say, 
poor libation before? Oh, you are acting like you haven't been there. Don't the people around respond? When the guy takes his two bottles of snap or whatever, and they are calling and saying, We are, we are, we are. Let there be joy. We are. Let there be this. We are. Let our enemies fall. We are. Let the this. We are. And they say, We are. They are, saying, they are affirming what is, is, is being said. And when they say that we are, eternal forces, supernatural forces are made strong and evoked to respond to their year and it happens it is an expression of faith to when you say amen it's an expression of faith in what is being said and you can receive nothing without what faith for without faith it is impossible so don't get up and say ah for me i'm a very melancholic person your super melancholic traits will stop you from obtaining your blessings You've got to open your mouth. When it comes to Christianity, it's not about my, my kind of temperament, my feeling, and my thinking. No, it is about you making sure that you are subjecting and submitting yourself to the dictates of the word of God and respond to it appropriately. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. Amen. Hallelujah. Me too, I used to be very cool and melancholic. So, I used to be known as a cool SU guy. And I realized that if I remain in my coolness, it will not help me. I better come out and be God, what God wants me to be. You will come out. Amen. You can be quiet and effective. But when it comes to things of God, you must be wild. Tell somebody wild. Oh. Number five. You can induce and produce a blessing on your life by having compassion on the helpless. Having compassion on the helpless. So this one, you see that hands have not been laid on you, but blessings are flowing. <laughs> That's why the blessings and the curses, that they come by you know, certain things. Are you there? Matthew chapter 25, verse 34 to 36. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come. Then the king said to those on his right, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So there's a kingdom prepared for you uh, from the foundation of the world. I was hungry. Come. There's a kingdom prepared. How do you get the kingdom? How do you walk into this blessing? For when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was a stranger, you took me in. And I, I was naked, you clothed me, I was sick, you visited me, I was in prison, and you came to me. These categories of people are people that are distressed, and you, they must be taken care of. When you take care of them, God will bless you. <laughs> I was hungry. When, listen, even when your enemy is hungry, feed him. Yeah. Don't let your enemy die. If he's hungry, give him food. Give him give him some of your kinky. Amen. I was naked and you clothed me. Don't be wearing all the nice things and then your brother is there. You see that Charlie, you got many pairs of shoes and your brother are decrement. 
is the adequament one. So you call her adequament sister, adequament brother, in shoes. And you, you won't share. And then you are now describing the, when, the, the sister that when you just come there, she has worn a shoe out and now she, her, her, her legs are. You are describing her with her pain and her problem. I was sick and you didn't visit me. There's a comfort you give to the people who are sick. Have a compassion for sick people. Amen? Yeah, have a compassion. There are people, when somebody is sick, the way they treat Hey, when you are that. When people are sick, and especially for those who are healthcare, uh, 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 health carers or whatever, you take care of your nurses and doctors, whatever, you know, do not treat them like people you are making money out of them, but do it out of compassion. Have compassion. That's what, have compassion. Yeah. And when you see even people in prison, listen, not everybody in prison has done something bad. The truth is that they found out that a greater, I knew somebody who was head of prisons ministry something. And he was telling me that about 80% of people who are in prison are not supposed to be in prison. You go and check those who are on remand. They've not dealt with their case. But some have been there five years on remand. They don't know where they are. And lots of them are sleeping. In bad air. So, do not laugh at people who seem to be in a disadvantaged position. I didn't have an amen. amen. So, and in order to care for the helpless people, you've got to set aside your selfish nature. Because human beings, you are generally selfish. I want my comfort. Don't come and worry me. Don't, I don't want any worry. I want my comfort. <laughs> Hallelujah. Take care of the handicapped. Tell somebody to take care of the handicapped. I want to show you one of the things that made Job one of the greatest men in the East. In Job chapter 29. Maybe you have not noticed it. So be somebody. Job chapter 29. If you are there, say thank you, Jesus. If you haven't found it, say, Lord, have mercy. Okay. Verse number. Let's start reading from verse number one. It's good sometimes to read scripture. Uh, it says, Job continually, verse 2, Oh, that I was in man's past, as in the days when God watched over me, when his lamp shone upon my head. May the, the lamp of God shine on your head. Amen. And when by his light I walked through darkness, just as I was in the days of my prime, when the friendly counsel of God was over my tent, when the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were around me, when my steps were bathed with cream, may your steps be bathed with cream. Amen. It's a scripture I've always been saying to you, that may your steps be washed with butter. And the rock poured out rivers of oil for me. When I went out to the gate by the city, 
I, and when I took my seat in the open square, the young men saw me and hid. And the aged arose and stood. That means that Job was a man of great honor. It says, verse number nine, no, 10, the voice of nobles was hushed and their tongue stuck to the roof of their mouth. When their ear held, then it blessed me. It means that it was speaking with great wisdom. And when the eye saw, then it approved me. Why? Why did he walk in all these blessings? Is that right? I'm going to show you why Job, when Job went among the top people in society, when they sat in the gate, when they had presidential discourses and co, everybody kept quiet to listen to him. Why was Job so distinguished? Why was it that when the young men saw him, they said that, hey, Charlie, a great person has come. It was because I delivered the poor who cried out. The fatherless and the one who had no helper. Jacob, are you getting it? Yeah. So, because of this thing, this, these blessings came upon him. He delivered the poor who cried out, the fatherless and the one who had no helper. Yes, the next verse. The blessing, because of that, I said, the blessing of a perishing man came upon me. The blessing of a perishing man, that means that the man, the man who was to perish, his blessing came upon him. The one going to perish now, he said, no. If this person has done this upon me, and everybody, there's a certain blessing. So that blessing upon that person came upon him that, ah, this person has helped me out. And I, I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. <laughs> that is why you have to take care of, you know, you know when, when people lose their spouses. Is that right? Yeah. I put on righteousness and it clothed me. My justice was like a robe and a turban. I was eyes to the blind and I was feet to the lame. I mean, they incapacitated. He took care of them. I was father to the poor and I searched out the case that I did not know. That means he helped those who were being disadvantaged. Yes, continue for me. I broke the fangs of the wicked and plucked the victim from his teeth. That means that what is swallowing people and destroying them, you do not like the destroyer destroy them, but you help them out of it. Hallelujah. May God make you great. I said, may God make you great. May God make you outstanding. As you are taking care of others, may God take care of you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. So he says that because of that, the next verse, I shall, verse uh, 19, my root is spread out to the waters and the dew lies all night on my branch. My glory is fresh within me and my bow is renewed in my hand. 21, men listened to me and waited and kept silence for my counsel. After my words, they did not speak again. And my speech settled on them as dew. It means that, I mean, he was so distinguished that after he spoke, that's it. It is settled. Hallelujah. The next one, you induce by a blessing by love, having a love for the poor. Psalm 41 verse 1 to 3. Loving the poor. Give to the poor. Psalm 41 verse 1 to 3. Blessed is he who considers who? The poor. So the moment you consider the poor, you are blessed. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. May you be delivered from every trouble. Amen. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. May the Lord preserve you and keep you alive. 
And Bible says he will be blessed on the earth. It means that as you are, you are taking care of the poor, God will keep you. You will, he will not, you will not, you will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. That means that your enemies will never have an upper hand over you so long as you are taking care of the poor. <laughs> the Lord will strengthen him on the, on the bed of his illness. That means that when you are sick, you'll be healed. May you rise up out of sickness. You will sustain him on his sick bed. Amen. The next one, you induce blessing by honoring fathers and mothers. That's when you honor fathers and mothers. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 and 3. This is a very important thing. Do not dishonor your fathers and mothers, spiritual, physical, biological, or anybody who is a father or mother figure to you. God, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you. So do you want to be well with you? Yeah, that's what I said. He said, honor them, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. So if you don't want to die early, and if you do not want your life to be in disarray, then make sure that you are honoring. It didn't say honor your good fathers and mothers. Did you get that? There was no adjective. Honor means what? Honor. That's the reason why, you see, when you see, sometimes they say, let's stand, the president of the United States of America, Democrats will stand, Republicans will stand, Independents will stand, everybody will stand, because that's the father of the nation has come. You may not agree with his policies, but you must honor him. Listen, you can disagree with somebody without disrespecting the person. Amen. Because we, 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 we all may be having our own mind. We all have our own philosophies and all those things. Like, you know, if you take MPP is, you know, uh, uh, they are Democrats. And then uh, uh, NDC, they are, they are uh, social Democrats, whatever. All the, whatever they believe, you know. But at the end of the day, who honor must be given to, must be given to. And if you came from your father and your mother, you do not dishonor them. In fact, the Bible says that the one who dishonors his father, his lamp will go off. Your light will go off. So you, your life will not shine again. You will just be there all of a sudden. Your light is gone. You, nobody calls you for business. You, you, you are there. You are, everything is going on, on a downward drain. I have seen it before. Look. I was in a church. Many years ago, I was a little boy. And I remember sitting at the back there. And somebody accused the pastor. Hey, said this, this. It was a church of, full of bourgeoisies. They believe they can speak big English. Yeah, it's a church of big English. Lawyers, accountants. And those days, it was charismatic churches had not come. So most of the big guys were going there. And I saw this guy, I was a little boy. We're sitting on the back there now. They said so many things. And the pastor said, if I did this and this and this, may this curses and go in this Bible. But if I didn't, then this and this and this and this and this and this and this. I remember vividly. This around 1977, 78. Yeah. Yeah. Vividly. You see? <laughs> yeah. I was in the church. I was sitting on the back there. I was, I listened to the thing, and somehow I didn't even know what was going on. Just that I knew that something not nice was taking place in the church. You know, you know, sometimes you go to church, it's nice. But that day it wasn't, wasn't nice. There was tension, you know. 
And then years later, when I'd grown up a little, I'd become a pastor. We're having a program somewhere. And then I saw this man. This man was a nice, fair, colored, powerful accountant. Now, when you saw him, when I saw him, look, tears came into my eyes. Then I remembered the church room, the things he was saying, and what the pastor said. And I said, hey! It's not everything we open our mouth to say. It's not everybody we attack. And you see, it took so many years. Because at the time that they said this, I think I was in somewhere lower forms in, in, in secondary school. And this one, I finished secondary school, finished university and married. It has taken many years. And here was this man suffering the consequences of the things that were said. Yes. Whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. And that scripture, there's another one. He said that vultures will, he said eagles will pluck your eyes and vultures will eat it. Yes. And sometimes, you see, the more you stay close to your father or your mother, you can begin to have a certain kind of negativity, some over-familiarity, and disrespect and disregard. But let me tell you, let me tell you, if there's a father figure in your life, just desire that every time you submit your head for blessings. If you stay with him and you are going to work, he say, Daddy, bless me. Put your hand, bless me. Bless me. Mommy, bless me. Just pray over me. Just pray over me. He may not be as spiritual, he may not be speaking in tongues. He, may, he or she may not be speaking in tongues like you are speaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a blessing. Yeah. When you make your father happy, spiritual, I mean biological or spiritual, you'll be happy. If you make your mother happy, and you see, there are some of them too, I know that there may be difficult mothers and fathers. Are you getting me? There are sometimes some of them, it's like you don't seem to. But endeavor not to fight them. <laughs> eh? Uma mi din to doji. papa din to doji. Avoid. You see, all you have to do, I keep telling you that, you see, in order to walk in blessings, avoid the curse. So if you realize that your daddy is angry with you, KKKK is saying, do not face him because you cannot fight your father. And you cannot fight your mother. You cannot. And you shouldn't even ever dream of fighting your father or your mother. And that's a mistake most of you do. And sometimes you don't fight them face to face, but you fight them behind the scenes. You discuss them. Have you seen daddy? Have you seen mommy? Have you seen pastor? Have you seen this and that and that? And what they did to me and all those things. If you are not happy, listen, in this church, if you are not happy with me, eh, and there's something, come to me and say, daddy, I think you did this. Uh, um, I wasn't too, this uh, the way you pray. Uh, I'm not happy. Let's sort it out. Do not go and do some discussions. It will not help you. Are, are you listening to me? It will not help you. After I'm I Kakai. If I'm not Kakai, why, why do you want to go and do something and say some whatever? Huh? And be pretentious because some of you, I know you pretend. 
This hello, hello, hello. And they have done it. Just like I said, right there. And that person he did hand because it was that thing was too much uh, bubble into bubbling. It was bubbling. But some of you, you when you go and you stand there and say, Charlie, about the the preaching crowd is where you're preaching. And this is don't you say this is the Oh, the preaching is he was preaching me. Why are we preaching you? But who should we preach? The, the preaching must touch you. Yeah, the preaching must touch you. Amen. But the truth is that in this church, if there's something relating to you as an individual, and I want to address to you as an individual, I'm not afraid to call you and address you. Oh, yes. And that's why God may be a pastor. Amen. But if it is something that is to be addressed to help all of us, then it will be addressed in that way. And do not take it personal and do not become angry. And but why are you angry that if you have even done something wrong and that your father is addressing it, why should it not be addressed? It must be addressed. You, you are a stubborn child. You are full of evil spirits if you do not want... You see, stubbornness goes with evil spirits. Witchcraft spirits is a bad spirit. Where a child, don't talk about my case. Why? What kind of child are you? What kind of child are you? What kind of pastor do you want us to become? To be massaging your back and not to tell you the truth about how you should turn up. Your friends love you so much to accept you the way you are, but your mentor loves you too much to accept you the way you are because they are thinking about your future. Your friends are looking for your comfort of today. Your, your, your mentor or your pastor or your father or your mother is looking at the progress of your tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That is why when you get up, your friends don't mind if you have not cleaned your teeth. You wake up, he say, let's go and eat chocolate. Let's go and go there. Your mother will say, go and clean your teeth. What's in my bro? They are thinking about a surprise tomorrow that you have brown teeth. Haven't you seen people with brown teeth? Do you want to get spiritual brown teeth? That the dentist will be working and be pulling, pulling things. Then you are going there. You are 32 years. What are you? Motorway. Motorway. You are there. When they put anything there, cry, it's not working. The dentists are not able to work. This It's not working. What a shock. Am I teaching something here? So I'm, I'm talking about how you attract the blessing. Amen. Demonized children do not love and honor their parents. <laughs> Whenever a child grows to honor his father or his mother, they invoke or stir up blessings. May you stir up blessings for yourself. Carnally minded children do not honor their children, their parents very much. So people, you know, they say, let's honor our father, let's honor our mother, let's honor and say, why, what has he done for us? You are carnal. Where are you now? Hello, eh? Someone say, hello, eh? Hello, eh? You are a hello, eh, person. And if you do not honor your father and mother, you too, you, know, you, be, you have sown a seed to be dishonored. Eh? And when you honor, you are departing from a curse. Hallelujah. Yeah. Jesus said in John 8, 49, watch this scripture. Anybody who, dis, who when you dishonor, you are having a demon. I'll, I'll show the scripture to you. John 8, 49. Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. You see, so people 
People who have demons, the demons make them not to honor. Yeah. Yeah. A child who exchanges words when you see cha 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 adult is saying can playing table tennis. Yeah, because I remember when we were young, they call you crazy. Yes, daddy. Your hand is at your back. Yes, daddy. There's nothing like exchange. There's nothing like you're angry with your father. Who born you by mistake? What power Who born you by mistake? And you squeeze your face. Who don't say you grind the pepper? When you grind the pepper and they finish, they test the pepper. They come and they test the pepper. And when they test the pepper, the thing is very small. When you have come, then they put that thing in your eyes. You now you must be happy. You must be thankful that. A slap didn't follow. And if you like, open your mouth. Your, you will see how your mouth, the mouth you open, blood will come from it. Yes. Blood will come from it. But today, when you say one, the human rights have come in. Two, three, four, five. I am not saying parents should maltreat children. Because the Bible says that Children honor your parents, and parents should not tempt the children. Are you getting me? Yeah. But if you are a child, I'm talking about making sure that you are departing from a case because you can do something that a father or a mother can say something and your life will go the wrong way. You see, the problem we are facing, especially in Africa, is a result of the fact that a child forgot what his father has done for them. When the flood should have killed him. And the Bible said, Noah found grace in the sight of God. And Ham, one of his children, saw the nakedness of his father. Charlie, when you are sleeping, is it every time that you cover yourself? When you cover yourself, sometimes by the time you wake up, having things that you have been uncovered. And that many people mistakenly don't they see part of the nakedness of their father or their mother? It's not because your father is a, he, he's sleeping in his tent. And maybe as was going to sleep, the jokoto was big. The pants was big. Or your mother's pants was big. So a part of it parts a little. And that's what passes it. When you see like that, close your eyes. Oh, Lord Jesus. Lord have mercy. Lord. You haven't seen. You have seen, but you haven't seen. Go get yourself. Hey, Charlie. I do a brand new hair. Come and see, Charlie. That this thing is not easy. Oh. Have you seen mommy's teletele? No, no, no. You don't do that. Yeah, that's what most people do. So the truth is also that you will see something about your father. You see something about your mother by your closeness. Because nobody goes to see somebody else's closeness. I haven't seen you lying and sleeping before. But maybe as you are lying and sleeping, you sleep antipay. You want air to fresh air because the whole day it has been covered. So in the evening, uncover. And then somebody comes and then he's describing it. Why should he describe you like that? I hope you are getting me. So in your relationship with people, in your relationship with your parents and authority figures, 
you may see some uncoverings. You may see certain things, but you do not go and re-describe them and say bad things about them. And when Ham did that, then he, Noah thankfully didn't pronounce a blessing on him directly, but upon his children. Can't be Canaan. And blah, 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 blah. He said all those things. What is it that accounts for our difficulties in Africa? Because apart from, apart from, you see, idolatry and all those things, you go to Japan and China. Don't you go to Chinese uh, restaurants? Right in front there, they have displayed some man with a big stomach. Their idols and things are there. Yet they are prospering. Japan is prospering. All these places are prospering. When you go to Europe, I mean, these people, some of them even say they are satanists and they are worshiping. And yet life is different. But what about us here? And you get into almost every African community. I'm going to take our time and break this in scripture to you. You go to almost every African community, whether in, in Africa or in Europe or in America. You go, the moment you go there, you see that Chile, the African community doesn't look very nice. And the more the Af blacks are moving to the place, you see the whites running away. And when we go there, we are spitting all over the place. Pia, 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 pia. I was in London in, the, in a bus, and then those African, these Ghanaian people who was there chewing biscuits, not in the night, so foolish behavior. We've got Ghana bus, we don't have some. What could be Krona bus as well? Now, what tobacco? Now, do not about tobacco. You are just there, relaxing. And then chewing biscuit, then you put the wrapper on there, you cross yourself. It's a bush behavior. It's a bush, it's a taking bush behavior there. And that is why our country is not working. As a matter of fact, there's a case for for those and on those who pollute the earth. I'll, I'll teach you on that. It's, it's in the Bible. So those of you being sachet water, you are, you are, you are throwing sachet water. There's a curse on you. It's not for today. So I'll t I'm, I'm teaching. That's why you don't have to miss the, 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 this thing. There's a curse for those who pollute the water. All the Galamse people, a curse will come on them. Who are destroying our water bodies. Nice water we are drinking, you are polluting for the sake of gold. Do we eat gold? We can do away with gold, but we can't do away with water. Am I teaching something here? Hallelujah. And then finally for today, you can induce blessings by ministering to the man of God. Matthew chapter 10, 40 and 41. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 to 16. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 to 16. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 15. Galatians chapter 6, verse number 6. Are you there? So, Matthew 10, 40 and 41. Let's look at that quickly. And then I read 2 Kings chapter 4. Verse 8 to 16. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 15. We're just writing it. I'll just explain. Then Galatians chapter 6, verse number 6 and 7. Okay, Jesus said, Whoever would, would not receive you nor hear your words, when you. Oh, 40. Verse 40, not 14. 
He who receives you. Eh? Uh -huh. Okay, now jump. Look at the verse 14 there. Then we'll jump to this thing. It will still tell a story. Whoever will not receive you nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. So you see that when a man of God goes to a place, he's going there with the blessing. When you receive him, you are receiving the blessing. When you do not receive him, you, he, he's not supposed to re release the blessing. So shake, shake the dust off your feet. Okay, forget it. Now, let's jump to he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive what? A prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. So the way you receive a person is that you receive a corresponding reward. Amen. Amen. So if your pastor comes around and you see him as a thief, or you see him as somebody who is so, no, so no, important, so, so that when so, a, a man of God, a woman of God, or somebody comes, and you, you treat him or her anyhow, no, you don't treat him Amen. Yeah. yeah. The way you receive him is the way you are going to get a certain blessing. When you minister to a man of God, a blessing comes into your life. I didn't have an amen. amen. Yeah. And the man of God is actually a gift unto you. It's a gift unto you. Through the, through the, the prophesying and the ministry of a man of God, your life will change. May your life change for good and for glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now in 2 Kings chapter 4 verse 8 to 16, we see the story of the Shunammite woman and the, whereby Elisha used to go and eat there. They used to invite Elisha, come and eat. Listen, when you invite somebody to come and eat, do not go and re-describe how he ate. A certain pastor went to a place. As he went to eat, eat in after the person, he said, hey, that's a sofa no here. Then throw money you are encouraging the suffer to eat. After that, you have gone to re-describe the thing elsewhere. You two, when they will go and they say, it's done for your phone call. Eh? Yeah, I saw my uncle. Don't eat. Don't go in your, all your stomach. Bring more. Eh? Then you are, you are eating with that restraint. Uh, what is that? Someone say self-control. Self Are you learning something here? Yeah. But so, here, Elisha used to go to the place. And then one day, the woman said, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. Let us create a room for him. And that, that he will come and sleep in there. They put a bed there. They put a lamp there. They created comfort for him. So the man of God, as he was on his missionary journey, would always want come in there, take a rest, and then be refreshed and then continue. And so one day, and listen to me, everything you do for a man of God is God you are doing it for. And God will pay you. So one day the man of God was standing in spirit and said that, oh, but this woman, what has she need? To ask the woman, what do you need? The woman said, I'm by myself, I have everything. And she, she was, a, Bible says she was a notable woman. She was a wealthy person, well-placed woman. And then, Elisha servant said, yeah, she's great. She's got everything, but she hasn't got a child yet. There is something that you may have everything, but there may be one thing you may not have that it will take the hand of God to do. And that through 
the ministry of your prophets, your man of God, it shall be provided. May what you have lacked over the years, may God provide it for you. I said, may God, may, may, may what God alone is able to do, may he do it for you. Amen. And so they called the woman. And he said, next year by now, you're going to carry a child. And the woman said, so for me, I'm Prophet, something has come upon you. I saw from the way, I said, I spoke. And she, 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 she received a child. And the child later passed. But because she had created room for the man of God, they went and put the child on the man of God's bed, and he came there and raised the child up. Your child will rise up. Amen. What you have lacked, God will provide for you Amen. because you minister to God's servants. Amen. I said, because you minister to God's servant, Amen. God will take care of you Amen. and you will get the anointing. Amen. I said, you will get the anointing. Amen. You get the anointing. Same Elijah in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 15. When she followed Elijah, when Elijah was going to be taken, and Elijah asked him, what do you want? He said, I want a double portion of your spirit. He said, you've asked a very difficult thing. But when you see me go, that means that when you go with me all the way to the end, that means that if you keep serving, and the Bible says that Elijah, the son of Shaphat, used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. That means that she used to serve Elijah. Listen to me. There is nothing wrong about serving a man of God. It is only pride that says, hey, we've done this. Somebody said, I laid down my head. Which head did you lay down? Which head did you lay down? What is wrong? I, I have watched for my pastor before. Watched my pastor. I used to, I owned for his things. I used to literally drive as a married person. And in those days, he would just make a, he would send his driver. Out. And his driver would come and pick me and I'll be the one to drive him. And there was no phone call. Those days, was, we didn't have mobile phones and things. And sometimes we can go for two days, about three days, and, four, and my wife doesn't even know where we are. Your pastor came to call you, and we, we have gone somewhere to go and preach. We have gone. And as we are even going, you know that you haven't changed your dress. There's nothing. Same pants. And you know when you wear pants? One day, two days. Not sent, you know. You know, but we had to live with it. You know, no, no toothpaste, nothing. And we have gone. And there's no room for complaints. And, you know, and then sometimes as we go, he's having a meeting. Those I remember, sometimes I go and see the Archbishop. And we are standing there, stand. He's having a meeting. That's not the time he says, I'm going to look for water. So when he asks, I'm going to look for water, when he comes, where are you? You're having a khaki. So you have to stand there. You are going nowhere. It's part of spiritual training. And it's part of service. Yes. It's part of service. Amen. So, all I'm trying to say is that as you minister to a man of God, you minister to a woman of God, it brings an opportunity for you to be blessed. Amen. May you be blessed. I said, may you be blessed. I remember going to the U.S. and then uh, there's, there, there's this lady in, 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 in Charlotte, North Carolina. And as I went in there, I mean, she was a blessing to me. And the husband, I can't even figure out the face very well, but you know, and I, when I came to Ghana, sometimes I'll be there, and then she'll she send some monies and all those things. Then one day she sent a message and said, The husband has been shot, and the man had his body had been inflated 
and was in a state of coma for about one month. When the woman said this, I remembered how she had ministered to me. Bless me, I said, God, there must be an intervention. Fasting and prayer, 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 prayer. One day she went there, the man started moving the toe. And the man, I said, go to the hospital. Lay her hands and call me. And as we, we just prayed and prayed and prayed. The man got out from the state of coma after one month. <laughs> Ministry. She has suffered retinal detachment where she was going blind. I remember I was at the construction site. And she called me and said, Pastor, Menifra. Doctor said, say, 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 say. I said, may the God that I serve that touch your heart to minister to me. May that God come right and touch your eyes. And God touch your eyes and heal. And touch the children who were here, went to school. You know, the woman had left the children over 12 years. And, and God touched them. And today they are finished university and life is good for them. Oh, listen. I don't have time to get into talking about ministry. Listen, never ever dream of doing any man of God bad. If you do him good, just keep quiet. But decide that you want to do him good. And me, I know the importance of being blessed by a man of God. I do not joke. I do not joke. And every opportunity, I submit my head to the correct one. Bless. Bless. And then my life is changing. May your life change. May you attract blessings. May you attract favor. May you attract honor. I speak the blessing of Abraham over you. That you receive the blessing of multiplied blessings. May your cars multiply. May your houses multiply. May your businesses multiply. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May God turn your story around. May your seed be great. I speak the blessing of greatness. May your life be great. May your business be called a great business. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May you receive the blessing of becoming a prince. Prince, prince William is great. May, may you be made great. I pray the blessing of the broken yoke. Anything that limits your progress. May that thing be broken in Jesus' name. Whatever stop your parents from moving forward, as for you, may you not be stopped by that. As for you, may God give you the upper hand. Whatever prevents you from rising and shining, I pray that may your life rise up. Rise up from demotion. Rise up from demotion. And may you shine. Arise and shine. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May your life be known as a sunshine life. From today, I declare the sunshine life for you in Jesus' name. Anything that would have delayed, may the Lord release it faster unto you. Anything that is a chain that holds you back, we command that chain to be broken right now. May you be delivered from uh, any inferiority life. And may you receive an upliftment. Receive upliftment. Receive mastery and dominion. Let people serve you. Let nations bow to you. Receive the blessing of the field. The blessing of corn. The blessing of oil. The fatness of the earth. In the name of Jesus. Receive blessing over 
of victory over your enemies. May you never bow to your enemies. The Bible says that, and God delivered Abraham from his enemies. He put Abraham's enemies into his hands. May all your enemies bow to you in Jesus' name. May you place your feet on the neck of your enemy. May you never beg your enemy for anything. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord make you fruitful. I speak the blessing of fruitfulness. Receive fruitfulness. Receive the blessing of land ownership. The blessing of house ownership. The blessing of real estate blessing. Real estate blessing. Real estate blessing. Real estate blessing. The blessing of lands. The blessing of water bodies. The blessing of houses. The blessing of jacuzzis. The blessing of good food. The blessing of lovely water. The blessing of going for holidays. Having holidays in Dubai. Holidays in Mauritius. Holidays in very nice cozy places. In the name of Jesus. I release you the blessings of the heavens. Blessing of spiritual gifts. Receive spiritual gifts. The blessings of the deep. The blessing of gold. Oil. Diamonds. Boxites. Receive the blessing of the breasts. The blessing of the breasts. In the name of Jesus. May you receive comfort. Every pain of yours be forgotten. May every pain you have gone through, may the pain be forgotten. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord wash yourselves with butter and receive the blessing of the womb. Your offspring be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere you pass, may you prosper. Whatever you do, may you prosper. May God be the lifter up of your head. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Everywhere he went. My God is doing good. Almighty healer. He healed the leper. When the people saw him. They started walking. Everywhere he went. My Lord was doing good. Listen. God is going to give scholarships to people in this house. Amen. Scholarships are coming to people. Amen. Business doors are coming to people. Amen. Mega business owners are being raised here right now. Amen. By the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Intellectuals are being raised here right now. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Anointed preachers are being raised here right Amen. now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. People ought to receive promotion. The promotion is coming your way right now. Amen. Receive the promotion right now. I prophesy good marriages right now. Amen. Lovely marriages right now. Amen. May your marriage be sweet. Amen. May there be good celebration in your home. Amen. Celebration in your business. Amen. May there be gigglings and rejoicing and jumping. Amen. In your household. Amen. In your home and in your community. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May you be exempted from that which made people to weep. May you be exempted from that which makes people to be frustrated and disappointed. Mm. And may God surround you with the best things of life. Amen. This year, may only good things happen to you. Amen. In Jesus Christ's name.
I see customers coming. Amen. I see new clients coming. Amen. I see uncommon favor coming. Amen. I see new progress coming to you. Amen. I see honor coming to you. Amen. I see joy coming to you. Amen. I command, I command international doors to be open Amen. unto you. International doors to be open to you. Amen. All those who have not sat in aeroplane receive the grace to sit in aeroplanes. And to travel in and out. Amen. In the precious name of Jesus Christ Amen. of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Amen. May your story change Amen. for good and for glory Amen. in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Give God a hand of praise. Amen. Hallelujah.